What up? We are back again today in the studio, and it is time to get the ball rolling. Welcome to this Saturday episode, a Saturday special brought to you by Get the Ball Rolling. Uh, Super happy today. I hope all of you are enjoying your Saturday, quite frankly, uh, you know, watching college football mowing the lawn, uh, you know, taking care of the stuff around the house because it is finally Saturday and football is upon us once again. Uh, like I said, hope you guys are enjoying it. Today on our Saturday special, we're going to be talking about probably one of the coolest uh, stories that I have ever been a part of. And I have followed this story uh, even when I was littler. I, and we're not talking about a story that that was very long ago. I mean, we're talking about a story that was really close, that, that I followed very closely. So, uh, and that is the story of the UAB Blazers. Now, honestly, uh, I need to submit like a formal request or something like that. But Disney, if you are not planning to do a movie or anybody, Fox, Sony, whomever out there, if you are not planning to do a movie on the UAB Blazers uh, in 2017 and 2018 and now this year or any kind of story about them, then like you're missing a golden opportunity. I need to submit a formal request, but I'm putting it out there. Like, let's get this movie going. Uh, We have a lot of movies about a lot of other things. Uh, So for those of you who don't know about the history of UAB, uh, they play in Alabama, the Birmingham, right? And it was really kind of an interesting to see what happened. So, um, so they ended up a couple years ago back in, uh, let me make sure. Yes. Back in 2014, uh, was their last season that they played football or it was announced, uh, the president of the university, uh, came there and he said, all right, we, he went up to the, to the board of, uh, trustees and he said, all right, here we go. We're, we are basically getting rid of this. I believe his name was president Ray Watts. I've looked it up. I've tried to do a little bit of research into this just to give you guys the names and stuff. But anyway, so the university president goes to the board of trustees and says, hey, look, we do not want uh, – we're not going to have football anymore. We're going to cut that, bowling, and I believe it was rifle. There were like three sports teams that they were going to cut. And like I guess, I guess they had financial sense or whatever, but football is a really big uh, – you know, is a, is a really big financial endeavor, but it is also the biggest moneymaker. But uh, in the time that they had been uh, since 91 up until uh, 2014, they have fielded a football program, and uh, they would only been to one bowl game. Now they played in Division Three until '92. They played in the FCS until '95. They became an uh, independent in '98, and Conference USA picked them up in 1999. So they've been in the Conference USA, and so they said, "Okay, we're going to cut it." And uh, they say, I, I believe the number was 50 or 51 uh, people were then granted. Uh, well athletes were granted the the ability to leave and to go to other teams to basically be re-recruited right but this did not set well with some of the players and the head coach bill clark now this guy uh would not take another he would not take another uh coaching job outside of uab uh he was uh in high school for a little while he's been uh he's been in a 
basically in the in the south doing a lot of different things at different high schools uh he ended up going to south alabama as the, the defensive coordinator he got his first head coaching job at jacksonville state he took uh the gamecocks to a record of 11 and 4 uh they went to the quarterfinals and they lost in the fcs uh, for those of you who who know and then he goes to uab in 2014 he gets he gets them to go 6 and 6 which is technically uh bowl eligibility they were not picked up by a game or uh bowl game right sometimes you look at it and i don't know why i don't understand how they determine the bowls maybe i need to uh go back and and read a little bit but anyway he said okay no i'm gonna fight this because i want this team they have put their you know their lives on hold. They want to be student athletes. They committed to the University of Alabama, Birmingham. We're going to do this. So he basically had a two-year fight. He fought the university to bring back football, bring back football. Uh, so when they did, they did not fill the team in 2015 or in 2016. There's no records of it. They did not fill a football team. So he kept his core guys, right? You know, obviously a lot of people left and and that is what it is, but they kept their core guys and he brings it back. He said, okay, uh, they ended up getting the funding, uh, sponsors kicked in. There was a lot of media attention. I mean, it had been a long time since an FBS program decided to close its doors on football. A lot of schools basically just opened their doors to football just due to the revenue that, that it brings in. But UAB closed the doors while they reopened it and their first uh, – game back uh, after the hiatus, right? They had a two-year hiatus, two-year break, was against uh, Alabama A&M. They won by a score of 38-7, to and they went on to go 8-5 and that year, and they lost in the Bahamas Bowl to Ohio. But they went 8-5, and which means they had an 8-4 regular season, which was better than the majority of the seasons that they had ever played uh, prior to that. Fast forward to last year, they went 11 and 3 and ended up winning the Conference USA. Okay, their losses last year were to Coastal Carolina, which is which was a kind of a shock, but they lost to Coastal Carolina. It was at Coastal Carolina. Uh, it was at uh, they lost another game at Texas A&M, which would be a really tough uh, call to get, and then they lost at Middle Tennessee State, but. I think, in my opinion, I didn't watch the game, but I feel like they sat a lot of players, they lost, and then they beat them the following week in the conference championship game. So, you know, and they ended up going on and beating uh, Northern Illinois in the Boca Raton Bowl. It was their one and only uh, bowl game win, or or what, however, yeah, bowl game win, or yeah, I guess that's how we'll say it, uh, in program history. But, you know, the last two years, they've had a lot of veterans because these were guys that they stayed around the program. They're like, we want to build it. And now if you look at it, I mean, like they have sweet unis. Uh, you can tell that, the, like, uh, Birmingham has really backed this team. And it is really an amazing story that, you know, they get cut. Uh, the coach doesn't go try to pursue other ventures. He stays there. He fights the battle. They win. And now look at, at, at how profitable they are and, and look at uh, really how amazing this turnaround was for uh, the university and uh, really just a cool story. I remember being really sad. Uh, I was a little kid and, and I don't know how many of you guys had those little collectible helmets. I did and I was really sad because I think they have one of the coolest mascots. Honestly, I swear to you, the coolest mascot uh, in 
like almost all of college sports. Now, I am a little bit biased because I think the Roadrunners is the coolest mascot, period. But these guys are the Blazers. Their mascot's name is Blaze, and it's just a giant dragon. Like, it is a sweet mascot. It's unique. I don't know what it has to do with uh, the University of Alabama, Birmingham, or, or, or Birmingham in general. Maybe there's something there about, uh, you know... A dragon or something. I don't know, but I feel like that is a pretty sweet uh, mascot for a team like that. So this is their story, and they've carried this success, uh, a complete turnaround. I mean, like you look at the last 10 years, 2009, 5 and 7, 2010, 4 and 8, 2011, 3 and 9, 2012, 3 and 9, 2013, 2 and 10, 2014, 6 and 6, and then all of a sudden they go 8 and 5, 11 and 3, and this year they may only lose one game, and that's including conference championship and the bowl game. This is a really good team, and they're not doing it with a crazy ton amount of veterans because these guys have left. If they stayed there two years, you know, you take it. Uh, they left within the last two years that were were there when they were uh, when they were let go. Well, Bill Clark has now built a program uh, around here at UAB, and it looks like they are one of the most successful programs. And honestly, they are my pick to win the Conference USA West. And uh, super excited to talk about these guys. I've always been kind of a fan i always want to uh cheer kind of i mean i like cheering for the underdog and i like uh cheering uh for teams that that, that that happened to you know bill clark is 25 and 14 overall that's an amazing record uh he's 15 and 3 at home so uab really doesn't lose at home and this year their schedule like saying they lose one game they might just lose one game and the one team on there that could do it like has been proven that they're not a super talented super powerful team like i'm excited to see what happens this year uh so we're going to step aside now just that was just a little bit of a background about you know, UAB football and, and, uh, kind of the, I guess the story behind it and, and kind of why everybody fell in love with this team, uh, across the nation in, in general. And, uh, for those of you who have never heard it, it's, it's an amazing story. Uh, really, you know, when I think about it, like I said, it honestly reminds me of like a Disney movie, you know, like, Oh, they persevered, you know, the next year after two years of not playing football, they go eight and five and, and take them to a, a bowl game. And then the next year they win the conference USA and they, they win their bowl game, uh, against a really good Northern Illinois team. I mean, like congratulations uh that is super cool anyway so that is our uh that's the first part of this podcast we're going to step aside uh after the ad break we're going to be talking a little bit about their schedule going forward what does it look like and what can we expect for these uav blazers in 2019 and 2020 so stay close don't go anywhere after the ad break we're back with uav football and that is the ad. We are so grateful for Anchor and all they do here for us at Get the Ball Rolling and uh, you know all the, the time that they have spent with us. All right, so let's get it going a little bit. Super excited to talk about this team. So UAB right now is currently 3-0, and and I don't understand how these guys are not getting national recognition. These are uh, This team is one out of the 21 teams that have never been ranked. Now, if you think about that, you're like, okay, 21 teams across it. Well, you know, you have teams like Liberty, and uh, you have teams like Coastal Carolina that they've never been, uh, they haven't been in the FBS very 
long. Well, this team has been in the FBS, and quite frankly, this team deserves to be ranked. I honestly believe that. Uh, when you go 11-3, and three, when you win 11 games, I mean, that's impressive. Now, understand competition and stuff, but you still got 11 wins. Congratulations. So um, they've already beat Alabama State. Uh, this year they won by a score of 24 to 19, uh, a little bit of a rivalry there. The, the schools are only 90 miles apart. Uh, UAB was able to come out on the, on top with the win. Uh, they beat Akron at Akron, a score of 31 to 20. Uh, this was the first meeting between the two of them. So, uh, UAB is now one and zero against Akron. Uh, they had a bye week and then they played South Alabama last year and, uh, it was, they won South Alabama, sorry. Next, I guess not last year. Uh, they won by a score of 35 to 3. So we're going to dissect the schedule going forward. And uh, what are we looking at for the UAB Blazers? So this week, uh, UAB goes on the road to Western Kentucky. Uh, they are favored by three points. Uh, personally, I think UAB is going to get a little bit more. Uh, obviously, you know, Western Kentucky, they lost to Central Arkansas the first year and they were able to kind of uh, come back a little bit. And uh, a lot of people are, I'm actually surprised at the amount of people that are taking Western Kentucky to win. And I love Western Kentucky. Oh, they beat FIU. And, uh, but I think that UAB is just a little bit more uh, powerful. And I think that UAB will win this game pretty handedly. After that, they come back home and they play uh, the Rice Owls. Now, uh, UAB is 2-0 uh, versus Rice since returning from their hiatus. So I honestly, personally, I think they're going to win. Rice. Uh, I don't like to bang on teams or, or really talk terrible about them, especially teams that have uh, have a track record of uh, not being the best, right? Uh, and Rice really hasn't been relevant since 2014, last year only winning two games. Uh, so I don't want to, like, bang on them. And let me make sure. Uh, 2017, they only won one game. 2016, three games. So I don't want to, like, talk bad about them, but I think that UAB will beat them pretty handedly as well. I think Rice is uh, not very good this year. Afterwards, they go on the road to UTSA. And... Uh, UAB always plays super well against UTSA. UTSA just barely joined this USA uh, during the hiatus, I believe. So uh, these two, they, they know each other a little bit more now than what they did before. I think that the Blazers will get a win there. And then on October 19th, they play... Uh, they have their homecoming game against Old Dome. Now, Old Dome is going to be a very difficult team to figure out this year. And I say that for a couple of reasons. Number one, they just looked absolutely amazing against Virginia and was winning the majority of the game. And if had they, you know, been a little bit more, in my opinion, a little bit more uh, aggressive, I honestly think they would have won. Uh, you're looking at it, you know, they barely lose to Virginia. They played all right against Virginia Tech. So we'll see where Old Dome is on October 19th. But on the road, I don't know if I can I can say it's a, it's a safe bet. I, do, I wouldn't take an upset there. I'm definitely going to say UAB with the win there. So right now, through that many games, that is one. That's seven games. These guys have the potential of being 7-0. I think they will be 7-0 at that time. Uh, at that time, on October 26th, UAB has a bye week. And then on November 2nd, this is going to be the telltale sign of all. And I would love it. Love it if they could pull off an upset. Not because I, I – I, it's not that I don't like this team. I really do like uh, the Tennessee Volunteers. But I like Alabama-Birmingham a little bit better. And I think there's a little bit more going on at Tennessee than what we know – 
uh, Tennessee should be a dominant team year in and year out. And uh, they're, they're obviously not. They've already lost to Georgia State. And it would be insane if Tennessee loses to UAB. But I think this UAB team is going to give them everything they want and more. I think it's going to be very close. Uh, the Tennessee... Uh, players and the fans, their body language, they're not buying into the system with Jeremy Pruitt. So I think that, uh, I, I mean, obviously like my, my rational brain goes, okay, you're going to take the university of Alabama and Birmingham blazers. You're going to take them and whatever the points, cause you know, Tennessee is going to be favored and you're going to say that UAB is going to go into Knoxville and get a win. Honestly, it doesn't, I mean, it's not as crazy what it was. Like if they would have asked me that, uh, at the first of the year, I would have said no, a lock Tennessee with the win, but honestly, it's going to be a really big game <laughs> and Tennessee better be on upset alert because if UAB comes in seven and zero, riding high, especially after a bye week, they can come in, stun the world and hopefully get that first ranking it would be amazing. Uh, afterwards they go on the road to Southern Miss. Now Southern Miss, I think will be, well, them and uh, North Texas, I think, are the, the biggest, the toughest uh, competition against UAB this year in the Conference USA. Even more so on the other side. They don't have to play Marshall. They, they got lucky there. Marshall will win that side of the, the conference. I am I am almost certain of that. So, uh, you know, Southern Miss is going to be tough. Uh, but uh, in their back-to-back -back road games, uh, last year, UAB won in overtime. And the year before, UAB won by a score of 30-12. to 12. So... Uh, Bill Clark obviously knows what he's doing. He's 3-0 all time against Southern Miss. So my, again, my rational brain goes, look, you're going to say that, you know, Southern Miss has looked good. Now they didn't look good against Bama, but who does? Uh, Mississippi State, they struggled a little bit, but they beat Troy and they beat Alcorn State. And Troy is a really good team. So maybe would you take Southern Miss? Well, the Blazers on the road, I think I'm going to take them. Uh, again, I'm like, all right, am I putting a lot of stock into this UAB team? Am I just being a fan because I like the story? And do I think Spencer Brown is going to be, do super well? Do I think Tyler Johnston uh, will have a, t uh, a big game? Honestly, yes to all of those. And um, November 16th, they come home, they play UTEP. Uh, again, UTEP is kind of like Rice. Uh, the last uh, decade, well, not even decade with Rice, but... These teams haven't been to a bowl game since 2014, both of them, and UTEP has been even more so irrelevant than Rice has. In 2017, they went 0-12. Last year, 1-11. They have already got one win this year, so you got to hang your hat on that, UTEP. I watched a little game, a little bit of the game uh, when they played Nevada this last week, and it, and it was close, and they looked like a better team than just absolutely getting slaughtered like they did Um the year they went 0 and 12, but uh, we'll see what happens. I think UAB is definitely going to get the win there. Uh, Louisiana Tech, um, this will be the last game of the year uh, in Birmingham. Uh, it's senior day, and Louisiana Tech has looked good. They've beat a lot of uh, lower teams. They didn't really look good against Texas, but they beat Bowling Green and FIU. I don't really know if that's saying much because FIU hung around a lot longer uh, with. I thought UFIU would be a little bit better, and they're obviously not. Um, we'll see what happens when we get there. I I honestly think the Blazers are going to get the win there uh, just because it's the last game of the season. Uh, I think it'll be a close game, uh, but UAB won up putting them away. And then the finally, uh, I think this is, like I said, Southern Miss – and North Texas are the toughest competition against UAB in the CUSA on their on the west side of the conference. Uh, North Texas has looked fairly good. Uh, they played really tough against Cal. 
They played uh, SMU tough, both road games too. They absolutely obliterate UTSA. We'll know a little bit more about this uh, North Texas team as they take on the Houston Cougars this weekend. They are in Denton. Uh, that's uh, in North Texas. That's in that's at North Texas University, right? And uh, we'll see if we can learn a little bit more. If they can get the win against Houston, even though Houston's redshirting everyone, that would be a huge win. I mean, that is recruiting battle. That is a gigantic gargantuan, gargantuan win uh, if North Texas gets that win. And then they'd be riding high, but then they had to play Southern Miss. Uh, they have a couple easy games before uh, they play UAB, so it's going to be a really interesting game. I think it's going to be a large, uh, fought-out game, really tough. Uh, last year, it was decided by eight points. The year before that was just three points, and uh, in 2014, UAB blew them out uh, fairly good uh, with a score of 56 to 21. So honestly, UAB is looking at maybe one loss now. If they're put up, uh, when I get there, I honestly think they're going to play. If this team makes it, which I think they will win uh, their side of the CUSA, if they get a, a game against Marshall, obviously when we go on to the conference week, I'd obviously break it down a little bit. We'd talk a little bit about injuries, uh, like I said, where Spencer Brown is playing uh, and where Tyler Johnson at. Uh, at what uh, level Tyler Johnson is playing at. What does the UAB defense look like against Marshall? I really like this Marshall team as well. So we'll see, uh, depending uh, depending each way, we'll definitely make it a prediction there. But honestly, they could get a win there. And then when you're looking at a bowl game, you're probably going to pull someone from the MAC. You're going to be in the Boca Raton. You're going to be in the Bahamas Bowl. And uh, you're going to be riding high. So uh, everybody get psyched about this Blazers team. I know I am. Uh, buy into this story. Love it. And I hope this team you know, carries this for the next decade, next 15 years. Go to bowl games. Get reputation. That would be amazing. I'd be so happy for that because it's a Conference USA team that was doubted, and all of a sudden now they're making a difference. I love it. Uh, I'm really – I was when I finally decided, I, had, I decided I was like, you know, I could push it off a couple weeks to talk about UAB. Uh, until I get a little bit more of a sample size, because we only have three games, what are we going off of? But honestly, I'm I'm here to talk about them today. Uh, I'm excited for this team. Again, buy into this team. Love this team. They have one of the coolest mascots, and uh, they have one of the coolest stories currently in college football. I mean... They, like I said, do a movie about it. So, all right, that has been our Saturday specials. Been a little bit shorter for you guys because I know you guys need to get back to watching football. Let me know how everything's going. Uh, always write into us uh, where you might be doing a question answer session. Uh, I've had a couple people comment. Uh, write into us on uh, any of our social media platforms, and we will respond to you on the air. And uh, if you're willing, let's get you on the air here as well. Like I'm willing to bring on anybody and talk with me uh, about some things. So any. Anyway, so here we go. Uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful Saturday. Have a great weekend. Monday, look for the recap episode, and let's keep the ball rolling.